Dry humping, yes, dry humping, of course. <laughs> Cave cheese. <laughs> I wasn't a Boy Scout, but I had friends that were. Yes. What the fuck? The dick soak method. Bill? Beautiful. Perfect. Episode 3001. Wow, it's been quite a year. Dan, it's been a year and a half yes. within one well, year. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Just cut me off. And just get ready talking. to tune out. Uh, Rockness has passed away. That was a recording uh, from an earlier episode. Well, I will be doing this entire episode on the fly oh, with uh, with a guest. And dear. the rest of this is all previously recorded. It's um, the ghost of the Rockness monster. Yep. Again, that's a joke, but uh, we did record that. Dear. He's not in the room with Take me. Take your pants off. And uh, ghost of Rockness. Uh, let's get right into vocab. Get right into the vocab. Yeah, that's. I want to pick it up right there. Just dive into it. Feels good. Do you Can want you, me to go first? Well, I, sure. Would okay. you like to ask me a, a word? Yeah, I would love to ask okay. you a word. You fucking god, he's always so. See how good I'm, I everything. am at like splicing this editing up. Yeah, just yeah, exactly. it's wonderful. It's so good, it's it so real. Good. Oh, um, <laughs> God, you're so fucking great. I'm gonna get you a medal, fucking Aryan. Anyway, um, <laughs> so. I was, again, reading another peer-reviewed journal. Um, this was called Beaver's Magazine. Um, <laughs> it's just all about just the below the belt. L- LLC. LLC, yes, Beaver's Magazine. Um, it's cre- it's a peer-reviewed journal right. about vaginas. Um, anyway, they brought up this term called a grundle. And I was like, I was confused. I said, what's a grundle? So I thought, I said, I'll ask Dan. Can I, do you own a dictionary? Everybody knows what a grundle is. I, I'm sorry that and I. And if just you're familiar don't... with the Lord of the Rings trilogy, yes, all that stuff. Sure. This is it's it's a mythological creature. A grundle. A grundle. Yes. That lives underneath a bridge. Yeah, oh, okay. Typically has hairy feet. Yep. Even on the toes. Wow. And a grundle is essentially a the biggest loser that you can think of in in modern history. Okay. And in mythical times as sure. well. Sure. And nowadays, the grundles, they don't live underneath bridges anymore. They kind of walk amongst us. Uh, Sometimes, uh, for a special event, they'll get a haircut. Mm -hmm. But usually, they're just a pathetic, hairy piece of shit. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I got it. Thank you. So, I guess what what, what really confuses me even further about this is, I believe the passage Uh in the the, uh, stories area was, and I wanted her to lick my grundle. (laughs) <laughs> look, there's so, look. So, like, where does that? I don't want to get too inappropriate here, but there are a lot of weird fetishes out there. Yeah, okay? grundle licking, grundle licking has been an old thing. You know how people like like lick toads to get high. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. There's, that, a, there's uh, a sexual component uh, to licking a like a disgusting homeless looking man. Well, I guess that's why I get so lucky all the time. Yeah, and that's because it's dirty. It turns people on. Yeah, that's hot. That's fucking hot. Dan, do you have a word for me today? I do. Oh. And um, 
I, I heard this term the other day, conolingus. Can you define it? <clears throat> conolingus. Conolingus. Um, I mean, first of all, um, Latin root, lingus, oh, okay. um, for language. Ah, yes. And this sense. is actually, sure. this is a language that was, it's part of, it was defined in one of the Dead Sea Scrolls. Ah. One of the scrolls that's now missing. I see. And um, we all know about the missing Dead Sea Scrolls. Of course, of course. And how many were there? Um, I believe there were eight hundred twenty-seven and a half. Oh, yeah, there are a lot of them. A lot okay. of them. Historians believe that Cunnilingus was a language that was used by only the most coveted of men. Oh, that could just speak it perfectly. Would you have to have a, a strong tongue to perform? You have to have a strong tongue to perform Cunnilingus. And to, to speak cunnilingus, you usually you speak it directly into what is called the whispering eye. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you speak it directly into the whispering eye. I see. And then the whispering eye kind of just... Could you speak into any other, uh, I don't I want to say orifice. But... I, b- <laughs> I believe you could also speak it into the, what's called the balloon knot. <laughs> and... <laughs> And if I may, I, lear- I learned a little cunnilingus in high school. Okay. And if I may, yeah. for a moment, I'm going to just go ahead. Are you ready? Sure. Wow. That sounds like our opening. Are you speaking in tongues? I said, welcome to Critical Mask. Thanks for being with us. Wow. And with that, our guest. Our guest. Speaking of uh, cunnilingus, you two are fathers. <laughs> we are. We have uh, Frederic, Ricky, or Fred as he goes by. What's up, Fred? What a great introduction. Thank you, Dan. And uh, the Rockness, again, everybody's dead. I'm in here alone. Yeah. Uh, you're a father. Uh, Ricky's a father. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I just kind of want to ask you guys today, what's that like? Because um, well, I've, we, only, I've only taken can, lives. I've can, never created life. So uh, That's true. That's very true. You are a wanted man in many states. But, Rick, do you have a vocab since mm. Dan It is amazing. This? I forgot that, yeah. We, Being a father a... is amazing. Um, but I would like to address both of your vocab words if I could first. Okay? Oh, I would okay. love that, actually. I believe sure. uh, Rockness Monster was pretty close. Um, okay. <laughs> but actually pretty far away. Oh, all right. All right. Um, Conolingus Rice... Owns a bowling alley oh, near us. I see. So that is really a, it's not really a word. It's more of a person. Ah, uh, um, cunnilingus rice. Right. Yes. And then Grundle. Now, Dan, you were very close to this. A Grundle uh-huh. lives deep down under the sea. Oh. A mythical creature. Uh, is um, it maybe it was under the sea, like a bridge over the sea? Like very it, close, very close. <laughs> and he would go late at night and sneak into a large room, and then he would actually kill off villagers. Wow. Wow. It was in a story called Beowulf. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. You know what? You're right. I remember Beowulf. Yes. Yeah, I do. The that Grundle. Is, that That's is right. historically accurate. Yes. Thank you for educating us and our listeners. Yeah. We're You're both dumb. welcome. We're dumb. You know. Yeah. So let's move on. I did yeah. have a vocab word. Oh, oh okay. you did. Yes. The word is shart. Shart. <laughs> a shart? No, no, that's simple. A shart is just a baby shark. <laughs> you can find sharts all over the ocean. I thought that that was the ne- the the next uh, meaningless sequel of the um, Sharknado, Sharknado movies. Sharknado. Oh well, shart. <laughs> it's a bunch of people that just. It would be a mini film. Yeah, it's just a small film. It would people be a made just for TV movie. Just thinking it's a fart and it's actually poop 
and yeah. so many people do it at the same time, it creates a tornado. Yeah. Are we right? Are we anywhere near close to being correct? I think you're like the human form of a shark. Yeah, I might be. How do you, what do you mean by that? I just mean he's a fucking turd that slipped out when he wasn't supposed to. <laughs> I think my parents would agree. <laughs> You're anyway. both right. It is a baby shark. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So, uh, Dan, on to your questions. On yeah. to your question. Well, yeah. Um, you know, in the news recently, yeah. Uh, apparently women want jobs and equal rights. And I find it disturbing and scary. <laughs> Because who's going to be at home to raise the children and You're right. clean the house? You're right. Um, rights. They want rights. But <laughs> Start driving correctly and then we'll, we'll talk about it. We, we, we are living in a world now where, and hopefully it's getting better, but we are living in a world now where there are basically a lot of employers that are saying to people that you can't go into litigation with us. It's, it's right in your contract. Uh, if anything bad happens to you here. Sure, yeah. So if you get sexually harassed here on the job as a woman, hmm, you're screwed pretty much. How do you guys feel as dads raising daughters and eventually hoping you know that they do enter into the workforce? What kind of things are you going to be teaching them and telling them and what to expect? Because you two are both dirty, horrible human beings. That's true. And you think that's actually awful, a really, awful things. That's so actually a really good question. Point how, how does the monster teach the princess? How does that happen? Damn. Uh, can I applaud you for your question? Well, thank you. Number one. <laughs> Number two, uh, Freddie, if you want to take that one first. Yes, I would love to take that one, Rockness Monster. Thank I you. I will do everything that the Rockness Monster would think is appropriate, and I would teach her vice versa. The opposite, you mean? Absolutely. <laughs> that's good. Okay, that's good. So, so that's get your start. mind in his head first, and then yes. go the opposite way. That is the start. And then in the... Which is what his brother did his whole life, and look at him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Anyways. And the beginning to that question yeah. about women working, all for that, I think that is great. Yeah. I would love to be the stay-at-home father, if possible. Um, yeah. However, with that being said, Staying at home and taking care of kids, mm. that is a job all on its own. Um, easy job. 100%. I mean, I mean, it is not an easy job. I don't know. I think Bill Burr nailed it pretty well, but at the same time, I, I, I kind of get it. You know that bit? Yeah, I know. It's Any so job that you can wear your pajamas and slippers to, <laughs> not a fucking... You bent over at the waist to put a DVD in the DVD player. <laughs> You put the kids to bed at 2 o'clock so you can have a glass of wine and watch The Price is Right. <laughs> oh, but my man, I thought being a redhead in July doing roofing was hard. <laughs> but don't you think that you would go crazy or drive yourself crazy if you stayed at home watching yeah. your children all day? Don't you need that social interaction? You know? no, you're right. You're absolutely right. I, I've I've had I've stayed had to stay home with her before. Just by myself with her, and you crave an adult conversation, and I think that's the worst part. Is you're like, I just want to talk to someone close to my. Yeah, age. and that was probably after one day. Yeah, not to diminish day. what you're saying. One day, but imagine doing it week after week after week after oh, yeah. month after year. You know, I mean, I think that that gets to a point for most women or stay-at-home dads where they just scratch their yeah. heads and going, "Am I a fucking human being? Yeah, what yeah. am I?" But I mean, if I can go back to your question, your original question in yeah. terms of the what's going on right now and harassment in the workplace and women not being taken seriously in the workforce. Yep. 
I think the number one thing I would teach my daughter, <clears throat> two things, it would be twofold. Number one, the most important, I think, is have a sense of fucking humor. Mm-hmm. Stop taking everything so fucking seriously. You're never going to get out of life alive if everything's so serious. Have a sense of humor. You're talking, oh, you're talking to your little girl about this. Correct. Okay. And number two, self-defense. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm sorry, but if a man makes a joke at work, yeah, make a joke back. I got to disagree. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah. But no man has a right to put his hands on you. And that's where the self-defense comes in. Mm. Smash his fucking teeth out. No, we're talking about a professional workplace. Yeah. She could get fired for doing that. For for doing what? Retaliating. There's no retaliating. If a man was like, hey. Because then it's it's their word against hers. Hey, nice ass. If a, if a, guy, if a guy at the workplace tells a woman... That she has a nice ass in those jeans, right? Yeah. She can walk over to Human Resources. Done. Right? It's, but that's the problem. It's not done. Because if she or a bystander does nothing to tell that person that they're in a being inappropriate, it normalizes the behavior and allows that person to think that they can keep doing it not only to that person, but other people as well. Mm-hmm. So, that, so you can't just walk over to Human Resources. You need to... Tell human resources, but also document it at home. Okay. I think where it needs to start is not with teaching our daughters what to do. It's about teaching our sons what to do. Thank you. So no man, woman, or human being should ever in the workplace bring up a sexual joke, make a sexual comment, or certainly not touch another human being. Oh, God, don't tell that to my row. Well, you shouldn't. My whole row is bad. If I could just jump in here. Thank you. Um, Please so do. To Rockness's point, yeah. I think that he used a terrible example. Sure. Sexual harassment. That's not, you know, we can't do that. But yes, we he's can. saying that overall people need to just lighten up a little bit. Thank you. Okay? If a little joke is made, not something like that, but if a little joke is made, everyone seems to take offense to that. And I think what he's saying is we would like to teach our children, you need to be able to have a sense of humor. You need to be able to take these things and roll with them sometimes. If it's not appropriate, that's one thing. But you can't pick every little thing and find something wrong with every little detail about everything in the world. Because there's other types of harassment that aren't sexual. Like we have a a crazy Trump supporter in our fucking – that used to be in my row at work – and I'm sorry. <laughs> no, not you. And and like we literally rip on him like all day long. And he could luckily he's got a good enough sense of humor. But if he didn't have a good enough sense of humor, he could fucking go right to HR with that and say that he he's offended. I'm offended. All and right. then we would all be in trouble. Does does that is that making the sense? The condescension is what I have a problem with. Explain. Sure. Because you're condescending. What you're saying is that you can be offended by things, but what other people are offended by is not okay. I'm not offended by pretty much anything. They're overreacting. I'm not offended by a lot of things. But you could be offended by some things. There's one line that I prefer not to have crossed. Okay, but what I'm saying is that that's subjective. Okay, and? It's not objective. So, to Rick's point... The world would be a better place. I don't trust anyone that doesn't have a sense of humor. 
No, I get that, but we're we're not talking about a sense of humor. We're talking about what's appropriate in the workplace. You can make your fucking jokes in the locker room or on a fucking naval ship not in the middle of the ocean with the re- with the recorders playing. <laughs> right, but I, but I, in in a workplace, it's not appropriate. To, so how to, else are we going to get through our day without putting a gun in our mouth and pulling the trigger? Honestly. I, I don't know. I don't have your problem, I guess, where you exactly. have to constantly yeah, make jokes about the opposite sex. You, you don't. And it's not jokes about the opposite sex. It's jokes about pretty much anything, really. I mean, our our job where we work, it, it's pretty much inappropriate jokes about fucking everything. And that's just to get through the day without putting a fucking gun in our mouth. Uh, just imagine that every house you went to and you, know, you delivered mail. I got a good one. Ready for this? Yeah. Rick, Rick will tell you. Imagine every fucking house you went to. Every house. The person was angry about you for something and just was just yelling at you. So you go up to the house like, hey, and you came friendly. Yeah. Hey, how are you? Here's your mail. You know what? This motherfucking mail. Fuck this mail. Fuck you too. Fuck the company. Fuck the post office. And you're like, okay, no, th- thank you. Have a good day. And it's fine. It's one house. You know what I mean? You brush it off, Dan. You brush it off. You're creating excuses you, for you to be able to be inappropriate at work is what you're doing right now. I mean, Yeah. Exactly. You're creating excuses. Let me tell you something. Trump is the greatest job creator, and he has created thousands and thousands of jobs. So if you don't like what you do, you can get a different job. Are you you're, you're being sarcastic? I hope a little bit of sarcasm, a little bit of uh, you know. You could just do whatever you want. If you don't like your job, get a different one. I I feel like. Go ahead, Rick. There's a time and a place for everything. And the work, you have to be appropriate. But if you, you have a relationship built with certain individuals, Thank you. you can joke with them differently. You can't do it out in the open so other individuals can hear that. Correct. You can joke with them differently. Sure, but you need to understand that even if you think you have a great relationship with this person, you don't know exactly where that line is until you cross it. Correct. So that's why you need to have the brakes ready. And that's why even if you think that this person's like your best work buddy... And you're saying some stuff to them. How do you know that they're not gay? You just no. you just can't. I mean, I and, and you're raising little girls, and eventually they're going to go into the workplace. And I hope that they don't have this attitude, like, well, if a guy makes a sexual joke about me, I'm supposed to laugh about it. Otherwise, I don't have a sense of humor. Well, no, that see, you're taking it to the fucking extreme, man. You need to no, you that, need to pump you the need to clarify. You need to clarify. If if a joke if the joke is, oh man. I can't wait till you come over here and then let me finish in your ass. What? First of all, that's not a funny joke. Like, there's nothing about that that was funny. If you said that to me, that would be pretty funny. <laughs> that's fair. You know, that's one thing. But it's just like, I, I guess I feel like this country has lost a complete sense of humor. No, and no, no, no. Everyone... That's not the problem. The problem is that everybody in this country wants to be a victim. So instead of training our little girls... To simply stick up for themselves at the first sight of a problem correctly, what they're doing is they're going, oh, what was me? Oh, God, I was it. We're all victims. Wait a minute. Like, we're arguing the same thing. No, just what I'm saying, no, you're going at it the wrong way. <laughs> but, what I'm saying But is I that, just agreed with what you're saying because that's what I agree with listen, you. Everyone's so a victim. Listen, instead of the, the girl saying, oh, God, I'm somehow going to have to make it through the rest of my life knowing that I was harassed at work putting a victim tattoo on her arm, she needs to stand up for herself right away and tell the perpetrator, even if that was a harmless joke about my ass, let's say, 
you crossed a line. Don't cross it again. So right away that the person knows, I didn't think it was funny, and this isn't a place to do it. Now, I'm not hurt. I'm not going to die from it. I understand what humor is, okay, I can but get, I didn't think it was funny. I can get behind that. I can That's where we that. need to draw the line. I can get behind that. And yes, Dan. Because we cannot normalize this behavior of just letting guys making jokes because it's not going to end up well. Well, but what I'm saying is, though, there's the, the type of people that are like, I think what we need to really, really end are the scumbags in power at these jobs. Like your Harvey Weinsteins. These 94% lo- these of corporate America is run by men. It's, I know. We need to fucking work on that. I want my daughter to be running this bitch. I mean, don't you want the same for yours? I absolutely, if that's what she would like to do, absolutely. Of course. Yeah. But she should be able to do it on her merits, not on her looks. Well, her looks and her merits, both. <laughs> oh, God, God. <laughs> I don't get it. I'm just saying. I mean, a, a woman that is driven, smart, educated, and beautiful, fucking full package. Just beautiful and no brains. Ugh, no thanks. What and she... all brains and ugly. Eh, I'll give you a chance. But it, it, you're <laughs> horrible. You are a horrible human being. But you know just that, right? being in, incru- just being, you're, you're the, uh, you are a grundle. You know that. <laughs> but I mean, come on. Oh but I mean, come on. I'm sorry. I see, a, a, you know what ruins a beautiful woman? When she opens her mouth and you find out she's a moron. That ruins it. She's ugly to me now. She could be a fucking model, but as soon as she starts speaking, she's like, I love eyeshadow. Like, okay, okay that's great. Wow. But you got a beautiful woman it's like that's a fucking the worst PSA I've ever heard yeah, in my life. Um, exactly. But a beautiful woman that's talking about literature, what's going on in the world today, education. Star First Wars. of all, let me Star just Wars. say for all of critical mass, legally speaking, uh, a woman's value is not based at all on her looks. Correct. I was just talking about her brain. Yeah, but you said <laughs> no. I said a beautiful. I said he's a, laughing because I said a. We do not agree with Rock this monster. <laughs> you're digging a yourself a hole here in any way, shape, or form. That has a brain. You're in a hole and you're not very tall, package. so be careful. You know what? I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't like your tone right now, and I'm gonna ask you to retard your anger. Ooh. So. <laughs> let's shift gears. No, 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 Did no. You, we have to. We have to circle back to the original question. Circle back. Dan asked, "How are we gonna be able to?" pretty much instill values and teach our daughter appropriate things or... Well, we're not a gay couple, not our daughter. Our daughters. Our daughters (laughs) in this day and age. Um, And if you could be so lucky, by the way, Rockness. Um, But... He does have a nice ass in those jeans. I say something. You know what? Say something. I mean, it kind of circles back to when she first was born and came home. You know, at Mm -hmm, that point, you really leave the hospital... And you're like, oh my God, I have this human being. <clears throat> this is my. Am I gonna make the right decisions? Am I gonna be able to do this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you always mm-hmm. put them first. You know, that's Absolutely. the way that you do it. And you always think, what did your parents teach you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did you agree with? What did you not agree with? And what my, would be the best for my her? My mother told me not yes. to knock her pop over that was on the counter. That's what she told me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking hit my coat. All right, Jesus. Okay, well, no, I Rick, a hundred percent, man, like one hundred percent. Like when I first got my daughter, like dropped off with me, and it was like, is that how it happened? The pelican came and yes, it the off? pelican came. It's historic, but okay. pelican, sure. Um, dropped <laughs> dropped her off, 
it was just like this little tub of goo. You know what I mean? That was just helpless and dumb. And well, I had to make sure that she stayed alive and I could teach her not to be dumb. You know what I mean? And teach her the things. Now, you know, she's four. I she's see her so smart. sitting in a, in a bassinet as an infant and you're, you've got a chalkboard. And you're trying to teach her things and it's just not going anywhere. Right? This is Luke Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> this is a lightsaber. Yeah. No, but I mean, and then, you know, yours is four as well, or going to be four. Pretty close, yeah. Yeah, she's going to be four soon. Mine just turned four. And the things that they learn now, how do you feel when she says something or does something that you know you specifically taught her? How does that feel? (laughs) It's a great feeling. Right? It is. And they absorb so much, you know, so you really have to be careful on everything that you do. Yeah. Um, They'll absorb really good things, you know, and then if you stub your toe and you say something... You say, motherfucker! Thankfully, and then you hear your three-year-old daughter yet. saying the same thing. <laughs> well, mine, mine, unfortunately, got the goddammit. Goddammit. Yep. Really? That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm it's, just picturing that happening. It's Sorry. a good feeling, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, she's... Uh, they're, they're something else. I mean, and just when they communicate with others that they're that are at their age... Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> like little languages that they're speaking. Yeah. Are they speaking Kalingas? They're, I certainly fucking hope not. Wow. <laughs> they're not there yet. Yeah. Well, we're almost at a half hour here. Wow. We are almost at a half hour. Want to take a little break, skis? Put our fingers in Let, our assholes. Let's and take come a little back. break. Um, enjoy our sponsors. We'll be back right after this. Hold on to your dicks. And hey, your ass looks great in those jeans. Oh, God. Critical Mass can now be found at the 8oClockStop.com. That's the 8oClockStop.com. We're there with the Hypothetically Speaking podcast as well as Three Dicks Picks podcast. Check us out there. That's the 8oClockStop.com because everything starts at 8 o'clock. And welcome back to Critical Mass. What the hell was that? I don't know. Oh, okay. That's um, so we're here with our buddy Fred. Call him Fred. Call him Rick. Don't just don't call him late for dinner, okay? I don't get it. Nothing. No, no, just crickets. Yeah. God damn Please it. Please put a cricket sound in there later. I, I'm going to Google it. I'll find it. Um, so we just talked about harassment in the workplace, people having a sense of humor. I was attacked viciously by Dan. <laughs> Did you go to HR about it? Sexually. <laughs> I just got out of, out of critical mass HR office. Yeah. Which is just like... You were you know, laughed out of it, you mean? Yeah, I was laughed out of it. And they um, told you nice ass as you walked they, out. <laughs> exactly. They definitely did um, not say that. The fact of the matter is, here at Critical Mass, we do not condone sexual harassment or assault in the workplace ever. It's just, it's not Unless right. it's against us. Uh, 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 yeah. Which we welcome. Yes. See, men, I think a big, I think a big issue is that men just wish they were sexually harassed by women. It would make the day go oh, by so much make the day easier, so great. You know I mean? And we're, I think we're just so jealous of the fact that we don't get sexually harassed. Right. And it doesn't make it right, though. It doesn't make it right. It right. makes it awful. And it, men, if you're listening, just stay away from every woman in the workplace. As soon as you see a woman yeah, at Just work, go masturbate just in the bathroom and r- get it over with. Run. Run. Run away. As soon as you see a woman at work, just turn and run and yep. leave her alone. But Don't uh, make eye contact. Don't do anything. None of that at all. 
On a serious note, though, like women are human beings. Just stop being an asshole. Yeah. So let's move on. Um, uh, you know, speaking of women and speaking, running from them. Uh, yes, um, children. So, so children. Rick, we were we were on break and we were talking about um, having kids. We were talking about those that don't. You, we want to explore those that don't have, don't have, don't want kids. What was your thought? Yeah, for sure. So some of our friends have yeah. made it pretty clear. I have a few myself. They are never going to have kids. Yep. They don't want to have kids. They have no interest in having children. Um, and I kind of wanted to understand their side of that. Because where I'm at in my current life, I couldn't imagine not having children. Fair enough. But when you found out you were going to be a dad for the first time, was it planned or was it it's sort of an accident? It was planned. Oh, Okay. It was terrifying, I will not lie, because yeah. I did what everyone else would do. Am I going to be ready? What can I do to prepare? What can I do? Um, yep. yep. So it was terrifying. Was it your decision or were you raped? And I just want to go on the record as saying, you can. this is a safe place. You can tell us if you were raped, right? It's fine. <laughs> yes. Oh. And here we are laughing about it. I know. Terrible. Awful. No, it Continue, was though. It was absolutely planned. So it was uh, terrifying, though. It was terrifying yeah. because it's a human life form and you want to know, am I going to be ready to be able to take care of my daughter or to, my son Right, or to anybody? raise it to a point where for like just a couple hours a night when you come home and then when they get an old, old enough, send them off to military school. That's right. right? That's right. Exactly. I mean, that's, that's what you do. Exactly. See, I wish I had <clears throat> the same experience. Um, mine was not planned. Right. At all. There was zero planning, um, and I was in a very emotionally rough spot. Right. Um, and instead of seeking doctors and therapists, I I was seeking um, friends of mine, Samuel Adams, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Labatt, nice friend, nice. Um, Jack, my buddy Jack Daniels, yep, and uh, his friend Jim Beam. Um, yeah, and I had to make a choice of either keeping those friends or raising a kid. I chose to raise a kid. So, yeah, I, I don't have children. Um, yeah, so you, but you've been trying. What happened? Yeah, well, <clears throat> we've lost a few. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. We didn't. We didn't put a fence up in time. Oh, okay, got, got it. Okay, got so it. I got it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if CPS is listening, we have built at least a, a a picket fence at this point. It's not sanded down yet, but you know, uh, yeah. So we're we're trying to have Chirin. Chirin. and um, it's just interesting to think about because we get we got a dad here who wanted to be a dad. <clears throat> From the get-go, planned on it, I mean. And Rockness, who definitely wanted to be a father yes. someday in his life, but certainly wasn't ready to be when, no. he, when he found out. No. And you have me, a geezer, who's trying to have children. Um, but um, How old are you now? All these different women I keep sleeping with. I know. I, they tell me they're not on birth control, but I think they are. Yeah. How so, old are you now? Uh, 67. You're 67. <laughs> and Yeah. but Still trying for kids. I think... I have the solution for Dan. Okay. You have to go in the front, not the back. Wait, but which way is she facing? Because I can, I can kind of reach both. Tits up. 
<laughs> Scientific. No, I what I was going to say, I, seriously, though, I, I think that the people that are saying that they don't want to have children uh, are really just sort of... Smart. Whether or not they've acknowledged it or not, whether or not they've acknowledged it or not, are actually saying that they don't want to give up <clears throat> themselves quite yet. I think to an extent, and it's coming from someone who doesn't have kids, uh, to an extent, having a child is, is letting go of oneself. Saying that it's not so much that my life is over, but my entire focus and energy will be completely shifted to another human being. Am I right? That's true. It, it, and, that, and that's correct, <clears throat> I, I think. I, I think so, but I, I think having a kid, and I, and I, I wrote a piece on that, and I, I, put, I put it on the internet. Um, I think the best reason to have a kid is... Deadbeatdads.com? No. Um, I'm not a deadbeat dad, thanks. I make all my payments on time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Except for this week, but I'm trying. I've been sick all week. It was awful. Um, It's hard to write a check when you're sick. Well, it's because I... Put it in the mail. I want to stab you. (laughs) Um, I'm... Kids... Having a child represents hope. It rep it's a it's a symbolic representation of leaving your mark on the world in hopes of creating something that is better than yourself, <clears throat> someone that can be right. a a valued member of society and and hopefully more than that. Right, and therefore it requires a lot of attention. Someone that can create a cure. Yeah. Um, create unity. Yeah. Hope. Um, can can leave a positive mark on change the world. The world. Yeah. Because you don't know what your kids can be, but they, you know, one of them can be the cure, can create the cure for cancer, and the other one can unify our country. You don't know that. Could that happen? Yes, it's definitely yeah. in the realm of possibility. But it's that hope, it's that symbolism of hope that we raise our kids and, and hopes that that happens and hopes that we can guide them there. I've often defined, we all define success differently, and this is one of the things that Billy would would love to talk about. Yes. But for me, success is holding up a grandchild. So Mm. to me, it's not even about having the kids. It's about making sure that I raise kids well enough and live my life correctly so that one day I am a grandfather. But the thing is, anyone can fuck. That's true. And anyone can have a kid. You're right. And then, and then you raise them wrong. I mean, and at technically, 14, I, they're pregnant. But technically, yeah. right now, I saying. could be a grandfather at 34 years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That wouldn't be a crowning uh, achievement. I mean, exactly. That's so to your point that, that you're right. Anybody can fuck. And I think, what was it, uh, Larry Fishburne, as he went by in uh, back in the day when mm-hmm. he was in uh, Boys in the Hood? I think he said, anybody can be, anybody with a dick can be a, a, a dad. Yeah. Or something like that, but it takes a real man to be a father. Yeah, so it's something to that effect. Rick, I think what he was trying to say is to be able to have your own child, to raise them, and be proud of them, and then to be able to hold their child. That's really what Dan was getting at. Yeah, that someday if I get to that point where I am a grandfather, I think that means that I've made it in life, that I've done all the right things. I still have a house. I still have a wife. I have great kids who are now having kids of their own. I mean, that that to me is success. 
in a positive if it's as long as it's yeah not way. in a cracked out whorehouse you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> with all other things aside like i'm 35 and this is my fourth grandchild like that's to me that's something wrong with that <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. like you know but if i'm i'm in i'm pushing you know early 50 early to mid 50s and my child who's a doctor yes. has a child then yeah my life is my right. life is complete exactly yeah so to go back to the original topic with this, um, whether people do not want to have kids or just outright say they don't want to have children. Yeah. yeah. My problem with that is it's been from friends since they've been 20 years old where they have pretty much their entire life ahead of them and they're just making a decision. I really don't want to have children. Yeah. Um, you're absolutely right. It is a very big time it, or it takes a lot of time and yeah. it would be, you know, you cannot be selfish when you have children. Yeah, that's true. Everything that you have <clears throat> right. is really theirs, um, and you're okay with that. You're good with giving them everything that they, you know, it, all of your time and all of your energy and everything, it's for them. Right. Yeah. For, you know, so to be that young and to just make some type of uh, decision that I don't want to have children, mm-hmm. um you know, maybe they'll change their mind later in life, but that's really where I have, I, I can't understand it, you yeah. know, because when I was 15, I didn't want to have children at that point in time, but I'm not, not. going to, I'm not going to go out there and say, I'm that, never going to have children. Right, right. That's yeah. the difference. Saying that I'm 20 something and I don't want to have kids is different than saying I don't ever want to have children. Yeah. That's and that's why, true. that's why I said, I think the people that say they don't ever want to have kids maybe are self-aware to some extent that they just don't want to let go of themselves because then your life becomes about something else. Yeah, absolutely. That's all it is. Exactly. Exactly. Like, you know, I know this sounds so goofy and I'll preface it with that. Um, is that, you know, yesterday the, the biggest reason why I wanted to go to Toys R Us was that the collectible Star Wars figures were buy one, get one. How do you know about this Rocco? Do you have Um, some type of email? I'm on their, I'm on their emailer. So, and guess, this is not for your daughter. This is for you. Can, yes. So, um, no, no. But but listen, to, this is exactly to Rick's point about not being selfish. I got there, um, and I decided I didn't get any of them. They were buy one get one. I bought none of them, and I ended up instead buying my daughter all her Christmas presents, and instead just did that. And why though? Because I got there and. I started to feel selfish. Um, or or did the, all the collectibles that they had you already owned? <laughs> no, I didn't. No, no I, I actually didn't own any of them. They were sold out. Yeah. I, I didn't own any of them. I will be honest, their selection was poor. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I think we're digging down to the truth here. No, that's fine. Um, we're scraping away the dirt and more and more we of the were, skeletons but coming as out. But we as we were sitting, because we went to lunch first before we went to Toys R Us, and talking about it, and I said, you and know, where'd you go? I want tell me the scene, paint it for me. Went to get sushi. Ooh, where? I didn't want to tell you because you are afraid of sushi. Yeah, I am terrified. He's, he's genuinely afraid of of sushi. If you, you say it one more time, rolls. What'd you get? <laughs> a sushi roll will appear. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we got the rolls and the sashimi. Oh, sashimi. Yeah, so oh. good. Oh, so good. Yeah, oh. it's fantastic. Disgusting. Where did you go? You oh, really Saka. don't like sushi? No. 
He, Dan is afraid of fish. He's I afraid. It's I not don't like joke. anything, any seafood related item. Really? Yeah. He's the guy who orders steak at Red Lobster. Dan yeah. is what you would call a piece of shit. But let me let me tell you this. I'm the guy that will still take it at Red Lobster. And order a steak. Sure. Let me get them biscuits well done. I don't this like looking at the tank. I don't like looking at the tank. Piece. To me, Red Lobster is hell. Shit. But I go out of my way to make sure that the people I'm with are happy. So if they say, let's go to Red Lobster, okay, they have chicken. They have steak. You know, I'm not going to be like, no, we can't go. Is it just a I remember. Thing? Can I? By the way, their Cheddar Bay biscuits alone are enough to go there. Yeah, that's true. Um, can I share a memory, a quick one? Sure. Remember when um, Rob pointing, soul. pointing to heaven? Yeah. Um, if But heaven isn't real. Pour some coffee but, out on the floor. I was just floor. thinking about him as well. Um. He used to work at the Red Lobster, and it would be all you could eat uh, shrimp, scrimps, and (laughs) all you could eat scrimp, and we and he would get a discount, and it would be like me, you, Ale, Doctor Richard Cox, Rick. um, A lot of us, yeah, a lot of us went there, and we would all go for the all you can eat shrimp, right? You see Dan at the end, it's fucking steak. Steak. Literally everyone's getting. I'll have the all you can eat shrimp. Let me get the coconut shrimp, the jumbo shrimp. And uh, I'll do the shrimp scampi. Like, meanwhile, okay, right out, Dan. Meanwhile, in the I'll back, have the I'll have the steak. <laughs> meanwhile, in the back, the cook is going shrimp, fish, lobster. Won't someone order a fucking steak? No, no one's. And then doing I walk in. Yes. No, no one's doing that. No one. But uh, honestly, though, no you want to make fun of me for for being the guy who eats a steak at Red Lobster, but I could just be a dick and not go. Right. I mean, you're a dick either way. No, Let's I'm not. be honest. No, that's a nice thing to do to go, even though you. Dude, on my birthday, on one of my birthdays, I took everybody to California rolling. I remember that. We got really drunk. Okay. That was a fun night. So go fuck yourself. Super hammered. That's true, but I didn't eat. We had the. You wanted the tempura ice cream. Yeah, that's why you wanted wanted to go there. Fucking guy. Tempura ice cream is very good. It's so good. Back Um, to the. uh, Back to the topic at hand. And no, then, okay, so so you go you go eat lunch, then you go to Toys R Us, then, we go to then Toys you R Us, realize, and then we go. So we go to Toys R Us. Shh, and you're like, oh, we go to they Toys R Us. They don't have the figurines I was we, looking for. The first thing we do. So I guess I'll buy things for my daughter. Which ones first, were you going to get? Um, I was just hoping for a better selection. It was the Black Series, which are the highly detailed figures that you leave in the box. Um, I have a Darth Vader and a Princess Leia. They're very highly detailed. They're pretty awesome, and I wanted more. So I went, we went in, and the first thing we did was we, uh, my daughter wanted games. She wanted a game, the Wiggly Worm game. So we looked for that first before I even went to the Star Wars section. We were looking for it. We couldn't fucking find it. So we're like, all right, Star Wars section is right there. Let's go take a look. This is where we need to bring in the other person that was with you. Right. You can. You can ask her after the show. Okay. This is all. You go find your game. Okay. So, Daddy's so we got go work there, to do. and I'm looking at the, 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 the figures, and they're obviously picked over. But I picked up a couple, and I said, I, I really like these, but I don't know. I could, could I buy them? Yes. I said, you know what? Let's come back. We'll look later. Let's go look for her some more. And what I know that she really wanted was a Lego table. A table that has like a Lego top to it. Yes. And she loves to play Legos with Daddy. Right. That's her thing. We build stuff together. So she'll ask me to build her something. So I build her like a house and then she'll like build 
She'll light awful, it on fire. Awful things. She's not good at it at all. Why do you give her gasoline to light things on fire? With? I, I just don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> I we grew up we grew up using gasoline. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun <laughs> for a lot of things. Yeah. Here's some matches. Gasoline. Um, so, but then you know I went back. I looked again. I said meh. You know. And then I said you know if if you they hit they did a thing where you buy anything Star Wars, you get a free poster. So I I bought a little teeny tiny Star Wars thing and I got the poster and I looked at the poster and I was like, you know what? I'm actually going to give this to her anyway. So I guess the point I'm making is that the entire day went from like, I'm just going to go to Toys R Us for me because I got this emailer to I left spending all this money on my kid. So it changes. It it, it, cha- it, it changes you. Does Is that making any sense to you, Dan? Yeah, I was just in my head picturing... So you're you're at this place, originally buying things. For Does this yourself. make any sense to you, Rick? <laughs> no, and like, and then the poster thing. It made me think of like, okay, let's say instead of being into Star Wars, you were like really into Jesus. Oh God, you know, I'm yes. not into child like abuse. With that level of fan, that religion I mean. is child abuse, ladies and gentlemen. You so heard like, it here first. Let's say that you were at the church gift shop. And some churches big enough, they have their own gift shops. It Let's is, say you were in it's there. Disgusting. That's a disgusting thing. And you me. were like really into, you know, Christ and like figurines of the Pope and stuff like that. The Rockness so, Monster says, "Fuck Jesus." Anyway. Which, by the way, there are figurines of the Pope and Jesus. You can buy them. Yeah, I know it's awful. So let's say that you're collect like, the whole set. Yeah, let's say you're into it, <laughs> and then you're on the the church's email list. Sure. Oh, we got buy one get one free. So the Sunday after you know we do our eating of the Christ's body and His blood, we can go into the gift shop. So you do that. You pick up some figurines for yourself, sure. oh, and then yeah. you realize, oh, with the figurine comes a poster of Jesus. Yeah, and you say, I'm going to give this poster to my daughter. She'll put it up in her room. Uh huh. And I guarantee you that happens to other people, grandmothers. Moms, I, I guarantee you they do that. It's so yeah, funny but to they me. still bought the, all the buy one get ones. I didn't. I never. I never left with any. I didn't. No, leave no, with no. Any no. Of that. I'm not like making fun of you. I'm just like sort of picturing the parallels between your love of Star Wars and putting it onto your child, like, like religious people do to their children. Well, this, these are the this is these are the facts because okay? it is a religion to you. It is a religion. It's closest thing I have to a religion. Um, but she got a Lego table. Okay. And she got Despicable Me trouble because she wanted a game. Okay. We found the Wiggly Worm game. There's no fucking way I'm playing that game. We're not buying it. I. It sounds terrifying. Is it like a board Awful. game? What kind of game is this? It's this Wiggly Worm. And it, you put it, it stands like this tall. Oh, and you and throw, you throw wings. Yeah, yeah, I saw this. Get the fuck out of here. No. No. We got, she likes Despicable Me. She likes trouble. And we don't know if she likes trouble. I'm making that up. Right. Um, we'll play it. We'll teach her how to play. There's strategy to trouble. She's a very smart little girl. We'll teach her the strategy. Mm-hmm. And and you know what I mean? And we'll go from there. Wiggly worm. I'm tossing fucking rings at a goddamn worm that can't stay in one place. It's not feasible. It's it, not real. It it's offensive. This and is I don't because like it. you're so unathletic that you can't even achieve no. it. Horse shit. <laughs> I think we should get it and play it. We should get it and play it on the show. It, helps, worm. it helps her develop motor skills. She. That's what the Legos are for. To and a I'm certain like, extent, uh, yeah. Um, Legos are for creativity and yeah. Fine but what about hand eye coordination? Okay, well we'll work on it with something else. You're talking about fine motor skills. I'm yeah. talking about general. She motor needs skills. to work on fine motor skills. GM motor skills. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Rick, with please, with go. being a parent, yeah, go. You a can parent. always a parent of children, multiple for me, and 
one for this tall drop of water over there. I have there. four cats and a dog. So you are you are a parent. You have four legged friends. <laughs> Animals. Um, but Get a bumper sticker. My dog is my child. So. Oh, okay. I'm not saying that you can't want things for yourself. Yeah. Which you always should, you know. Um, but every time that you go to a store with your child, mm-hmm. um, you're always, at least in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, what would they like? It's not that I want to overspoil them, but anything that I would want <coughs> is put behind really what would make them happy what would they like yeah that makes sense yeah that, that's, that's it that was the that end was of it that was that, the end of the thought that's all that i had um but then back to this topic so we spoke about individuals that don't want to have kids outright yeah, yeah I've we spoke about some. everyone that would like to have children um what about people having children for the wrong reasons if we have children, we'll stay together. That's one of the big ones. I've mentioned this to people. There are there are websites where women can find out if a particular athlete, uh, well-known, well-paid athlete, is at a club or restaurant near them so that they can go get dolled up, maybe seduce the athlete into sleeping with them. Oh, and lying about using protection or being on the pill. Get pregnant with this athlete's Sounds child. Sounds like an awesome Saturday. Get pregnant with the athlete's child and collect child support. So a that's one lot of those of reasons. It. it sounds horrible, uh, but it is a real thing, and it happens to profes- professional athletes a lot. So that's oh, a I'm sorry, are you talking about Ezekiel Elliott? Well, actually, that's a little different, but sort of similar in the idea that she was trying to blackmail him. Did he do knock you, someone up? Is do you realize his face looks like a complete square? Like, if you took his head, you could draw a square. That's called a chiseled jaw. So it's called you a know chiseled jaw. About. I have a very chiseled jaw under this beard. Meanwhile, your baby, your baby Rogers, there gets hit by an NFL athlete and then calls him out for hitting him. Let's mm. talk about collarbones for a second mm. and our fans mm. of who we are, who we are fans of. Jesus yeah. Christ. Romo happened to him twice. <laughs> yeah, and I know. Neither, neither time did Romo get mad they at the other guy for hitting him. They call me Mr. Glass. Come on. Unbreakable? What is your point? Unbreakable? Yeah, I get it, but what is your point? He is a piece of glass. No, he's not. He's one of the greatest Honestly, quarterbacks of all time. He's not one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, but he is one yeah. of the greatest people of all time. I do love Tony Romo. No, he's he's one of the greatest. Statistically, I, he's greatest. not really that good of a quarterback, but he, he is. Okay, he's a great quarterback. Is he really statistically? One of he's them? really great. Look it up. He is great. I guarantee it. He's not one of the best. See, I don't know all of his but statistics. He's great. But he's great. Let me ask know, you this. Is Dan Marino one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time? Yes. Absolutely. Has Dan Marino won a Super Bowl? Never. Okay, then. He played for the Dolphins. What Who do you is, want? <laughs> what do you want? Was yeah. Dan Marino in Ace Ventura? Yes, he was, which makes him great. <laughs> <laughs> was, I'm sorry. The what, I'm sorry. Questions. Was How? Tony Romo in Ace Ventura? He was not. Give him time. <laughs> <laughs> Give that man time. <laughs> he will be in he an will Ace be Ventura in a movie. Film. Jim Carrey will no longer be. I am not here. Neither are you. But there's a wonderful I fragrance think that's in the air. Out of proportion, <laughs> I'm I'm biased towards Jim. So I know you are. Um, but Jim Carrey knows everything. I think Jim Carrey is dead, and I think whoever is he is now is the real him. I can't wait for the documentary on Netflix on him that's coming yeah. out. Yeah. That's going to be amazing. I can't Anyways, wait to watch it. Um, watch it. November 17th. I think we've said what we need to say. On what? On cheering and parenting. Well, if you could... Um, okay, so I, I think I think we drifted. 
a lot, many times um, during this point about people that don't want to have kids. Um, I want to bring up before we end this segment. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm going to pose this question to you, to you, Rick. So, you have a friend that's like, I'm never going to have kids, and I hate kids, and kids are stupid and ugly and smelly, and I don't know why you have two of them. Ew. Like, I'm never going to do it. Like, how do you how do you speak to them? How do you... Um... Well, has anyone even ever said that to you? No. No, okay. not all of those words, no. Uh, not all of those words. So some of those words. Yes. Okay, so I'll take that. Well, they're just very adamant they do not want to have children. Okay, so how do you converse? How do you how do you have that? Like how does that work? I just pretty much call them an idiot and say, you know, it, say okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I don't I don't have too much, but they are very selfish individuals. Mm-hmm. So you know what? If that's the choice they want to make, in me, I can't make a decision for somebody else, but the way yeah. that I look at it, I think it's stupid not to want to have children. Huh. Are we worried about overpopulation, though? In our last episode with Dr. Richard Cox, we talked about overpopulation. Yeah. Well, the right people have to be having children. Yeah, I would say... there's got to be yes. a cap limit. Right. Well, this is the Rick thing. is at his cap. I, I, I hate to tell you right now, but the... I create Are you going to have a third? You're at your cap. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not. I would like... I think between he and his wife, I think they should have a third. Mm, yeah. Gonna, I got a letter from the, the county. I called his wife yesterday. I was like, listen... You get let him in there and fill your insides. Oh, his, it was on speaker. Yeah, it was on speaker. <laughs> the whole we all we were it. all talking. The, the kids were there too. <laughs> the in laws were in town. So yep. her, yeah, Face her time. her parents were there, and they agreed. <laughs> they were staunch supporters yeah. of what I was saying. Do it now! <laughs> they they started chanting. It was I am disgusting. not against having a third. Okay. Um, but yeah. I do not know at this point in time. Listen, I have no. Can I just can I go on a tangent for a moment? I've known no. you and known your wife for a very long time. If there are people that need to be repopulating the earth, I feel like it's this family. <laughs> yeah. I mean, mine needs to stop. My family tree should just stop right yeah. now. But you guys need to have more children to populate the earth. You've got a beautiful wife who's very intelligent. You are intelligent on most days. Um, and you know, you're, you're a great dude. Um, people like you should be reproducing people like Billy Bob, Bo Bob down the street who has 12 kids already. We need to kill some of them. Thoughts? <laughs> Killing I... children on the next critical mass. <laughs> what about, what about you, Rockness? What are your plans? Do you plan on having some more? I would love to have 11 children. Ugh. 11. 11 children? <clears throat> a football team. What kind of car could you? Oh God. Be multiple cars. No, I I love I be love a short bus for sure. <laughs> <laughs> my first of all, my daughter is so ahead. So I ahead. know she's four. She can write her own name. Isn't that a great feeling? <clears throat> it's the best. Took you twenty years. <laughs> it did. You got it wrong on the SATs. <laughs> <laughs> I I love having a child i love being dad i Uh love when she's here she's not here this weekend i didn't see her on thursdays because this thursday i should say because i I was sick i had a high fever um i saw her on tuesday for trick-or-treating and that was that was fantastic um i love hanging out with my kid i absolutely love it and what's funny is because i get her every other weekend 
is that um, I was saying yesterday, you know, I have the weekend without her and I realize why I love the weekend without her. And then I have the weekend with her and then I realize why I love the weekend with her. Yeah. And, you know, it, it always it's always the same thing. Um, and I just I want more. Um, I want more kids. I, I just I love having her around. I love teaching her stuff. And I think what we talked about earlier, my favorite thing is when she says or does something that I know that I taught her, which is like my my favorite thing. And I think the best thing she's ever said to me, which made me realize that she thinks outside of herself, which is which is what you need to teach your kids, is how to think outside of themselves. So it, she picked this up from someone else. No. Um, <laughs> I was sitting there on the PlayStation and I'm like going through, uh. I'm going through, uh, I was like, what do you want to watch as a movie? Because mm-hmm. it was movie time. So I was like, let's watch a movie. We got Frozen. We've got this. We got that. She points at the screen and she goes, what's that? And I already had a movie in the PlayStation. And I said, oh, that's, um, that's Empire Strikes Back. Daddy was watching that last night. I said, we can watch it if you want to. But we don't have to. We can put on Frozen. We can put in whatever you want. She goes, that's the second one, right? Wow. Yes. Yes, it is. You know what, Daddy? That one's your favorite one. So if you want to watch that, we can watch that. I'm sure you're so happy. And I was just like, I was like, wow. Like she, and I think that's the one thing to teach our kids. It's not about that because we didn't end up watching. I said, we're not going to sit through that. We're going to watch something else that you want to watch. But the fact of the matter is that she thought outside of herself. I think that's what we want to teach our kids, right? Is to think outside of you. There's more than you that exists. It's not about the movie. It's not about Star Wars. It's not about what I wanted to watch. We watched what she wanted to watch anyway, and that's not the point either. The point is is that she's four, Mm -hmm. and she sat there and thought about something outside of her, which is more than our president is doing right now. Yeah, a few a few generations ago, kids like they didn't talk. What? You you told a kid, uh, yeah, like sixty years ago, you you didn't tell your kid. There's more than just you. They didn't. You're like, no, you're a piece of shit. You'll speak when spoken to. Yeah, that's exa- what kids were taught. Exactly. Whereas my kid is out. Is they're thinking right? This is dad's favorite. Let me put what I want aside to allow him to watch this at four. Right. For me, that means emotionally speaking, she is progressing. Excuse me. Yeah. Progressing. Had alcohol, have you? <laughs> That's none of your business. Progressing <laughs> at, at an exponential rate. So if I may end this segment so we can go to break, because I just For shared. For the love of God, Before please. you do that, I have something to chime in. Please. Go ahead. No, no. Please do. So, Rockness. Yes, sir. You are an amazing father. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Let's not go throwing that He is, around. man. He puts everything. No. He puts his daughter first with a lot of things. No. He's the best dad. <laughs> I stand corrected. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. And it's something that we should talk about when we come back. But when you have multiple children, mm-hmm. do you think that it's going to be difficult for you to <sighs> love something as much as your daughter right now? No. It's not going to be difficult. I'm going to love them just the same. I know that for fact already. I know that for fact already. They're my they're my children. Um, I will give them equal uh, as much as I can. There will be. I mean, reality is going to set in. You can't. And I know you have too. It's going to be hard to always be equal. Yeah. Right. But you got to do the best you can. But and, you're absolutely right. And I did think about that. <clears throat> 
before we had Jacob. Yeah. Or before we had my son. Yeah, um, I I'll did, bleep his name, don't worry. I did think about that, but you're absolutely right. It is equal. Yeah. You love them both equally as much throughout the entire thing. I just, I want a son. That's my biggest thing, is I want a boy now. But if you had a little girl... You'd... I'd still be happy. We're going to try again. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'll be happy. You we're... could give her away, I mean. And uh, was this China? <laughs> no. I think that's how it works. You fill out some type of postcard. <laughs> yeah. But I want to I finish with a final I want to finish with a final question on this topic for our guest here. Um Rick, so I just described what was my favorite moment with my daughter. So <clears throat> your daughter is around the same age. I would I would love to ask about your son, but he's not even one yet. So he, there's not really a lot of time there, but you've had your daughter for going on 4 years. What is cuz my favorite moment is when my daughter said that to me. When she said about the Empire Strikes Back, it's the mm-hmm. second one. We'll watch that because that one's your favorite, um, and it is. She was right. Um, what was your favorite moment with your daughter that was like, "All right, I'm, I am so happy that I'm her dad." What was that moment? Tell us. Yeah, I don't really know if I have one of like one favorite moment. Truthfully, how about just a good one recently? I can tell you some of my favorite times of the day, each and every day. Okay. Is putting my daughter to sleep and knowing that she's happy and safe and putting her to bed. Right. And we have a whole routine with songs that we sing and books that we read, and now, she loves but you, that. But you check the uh, ankle tattoo to make sure it's the right one, That right? is correct. Okay. That is correct. And then when she wakes up every morning, you know, how giggly and how smiley or, you know, how happy she is. I love getting her out of bed, um, you know, holding her, feeling her, how warm she is. You throw a bucket of water on her. I absolutely, you have to. You I have get to. a little spray bottle. Yeah. And I See, spray. I'm not a dad. I, I just assume this is how you do it. <laughs> um, so I don't know if I particularly have yeah. one example. Get up, you little shit! <laughs> get up now! <laughs> so, okay. Make me breakfast! <laughs> Don't you burn those fucking eggs again! <laughs> God. This is what being a dad is. This is that's exactly how I do every morning. So basically what you're saying, uh, Fred, is that it's the routine that really just brings you so much joy because you know that you're doing it right. Absolutely. And, and everything is well in the world. Absolutely. Um, I like that. And there's a lot of... A lot of great moments, don't yeah. get me wrong, you know, like the first Christmas that we had where she really understood it, yeah. the joy of watching That's her open best. things. That, the eyes, the eyes, you gotta look at the eyes. Yeah. And then teaching about Santa, and you know, she just, every day before it, she's like, Santa's gonna come, okay, we gotta go to bed, we gotta make sure we're in bed early so Lenny can come. It's like six o'clock. I'm like yes, let's make some drink. Let's make some drinks. <laughs> Put that fucking vodka in that eggnog. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. No, but seriously, I, I know what you mean. That first, that first Christmas where they actually get it, and their eyes are like just wide and just like. And you're confusing her toys with yours. This is all oh, I've done that. Yep. Um. This is this is all for me. Wow. Yes, it is. It is all for you. Fantastic, guys. So, um, final th- final thought, Mr. Mr. Rick, if you could say one thing about being a dad, what would it be? It is amazing. It's an amazing feeling to have 
a life form that you are going to raise and it's ultimately going to represent you later in life. And that's my goal to make sure that, you know, they are proud of everything that I do mm-hmm. um, and that I set them up to succeed the best way that I can. Fantastic. Absolutely. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And I want to finish every interview with this question moving forward. Where were you on 9-11? <laughs> yeah, we need to know. <laughs> I was in first grade. You were in high school. <laughs> no, you were in I was. Grade. I was a freshman in high school in my Spanish class. Oh, okay. Miss Skirmit. Hey there. Yeah. She's I listening. was um, in 10th grade. No one cares. DDT, Mr. Dolotowski. Okay, great. Mr. Dolo, hopefully you're still alive because you were very old when you taught me. Anyway. I was... Uh, oh, I Dan, I don't really, care. I can't really say. <laughs> Where were you, Dan? I can't say. You can't say. I just... Is the government going <laughs> to come in here right now? And Do you have something to tell us? Oh, my God. <laughs> They're repelling in. We're being shot. You guys were in ninth grade? He ninth was in... Grade. I was in tenth. Oh, I was in college. I'm the... Of our group of friends, I'm the eldest. Yet, I'm not... Mentally, I'm not. That's why. For sure. (laughs) All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll take a break. We're going to come back with our fuck yous, um, and we'll close out the show. Um, Thanks, everyone, and we'll be right back. Go fuck yourself. If you're looking for a refinishing, a ceiling, and a protection for your cement services, especially your garage, check out Eagle Epoxy at eagleepoxy.us. They can also be found on Facebook at Eagle Epoxy or their phone number for a free quote. 585-402-4971. 585-402-4971. Tell them the Rockness Monster sent you for a free quote. Check them out. And welcome back to Critical Mass. Invaders. Yeah. Um, oh, that's gross. Sorry. Rock would like to jump in with a fuck you section. Yeah. Yes, um, the fuck yous. Before we get into that, I would just like for everyone to know he looks as hairy as a, what is it, an Ewok? Is that Marmot. a Marmot. Yeah. An Ewok, yeah. Are those the Ewoks? The little, yeah. Yeah. You are a hairy, hairy animal. I'm a hairy. And he people. does have a Star Wars shirt on right now. And Every episode. He's, he, you know those dogs that you have to clip the hair over their eyes so they can see? That's him. Oh. It's true. I couldn't see that. It's true. Um, but back into the fuck you section. Fuck yous. Who wants to go first? We didn't ask. You have a fuck you, don't you, Rick? I do have a you fuck have, that's you. Right. You said you had two. I, um, have, I have a handful, but I'll let... Would you like to go first, last, second, third, Let fourth, me go fifth? middle. Let me... Middle? Go middle? What do you, you want to go first? One, two, punch. Yeah, I'll go first. I'll just get it over. Because mine's a little long. Yeah. Um, recently, there's been a commercial. Oh, shit. It's a Bud Light commercial. And uh, it's catching everyone's attention. I don't like Bud Light. I just want to put that. Uh, that's in the fine. It makes fine. me gassy. Uh, and in the commercial, they're going dilly dilly. People are starting to say that now. It's becoming a thing. Stop, everybody! Stop it right now. Dilly dilly. It's not funny. It I've seen the commercial. It doesn't make sense. I don't like it, and you are not funny for simply repeating something you saw on a commercial over and over again. Stop it now. It's annoying. Go fuck yourselves. I hate you. Stop it now. Thank you. So this is a beer commercial? Dilly dilly? That's... Mm, trust me. You'll you'll catch on. 
But isn't d- dilly dilly is a stupid soccer hooligan thing, right? I don't know if it's a. I think it's just an old English thing. I mean, I think soccer's stupid. I think it's just British. That's British. what the British say. British. It's like I don't. It's like the the way that the English people are like here here. Yeah, yeah, and it offends you that much. It offends me not the saying itself, but the fact that now because it's in a dumb Bud Light commercial, all these people are starting to say it like they're so funny. You know, it's the guy at the office who's like "dilly dilly," and then uh, someone goes "ha ha ha, you're so funny." Yeah. I no, he's not no funny. One, no he's one in my funny. office says it. No one in the office. Good, says good. Then it hasn't hit you yet. Yeah, it, it will. Well, we're kind of like highbrow when it comes to our humor in the office. I hope so. I, for your sake, we I fucking tell, hope so. We mostly tell women that they have nice asses in right. their jeans. So That's please. where our humor goes. Uh, Fred. My Freddy. fuck you. Um, it involves the restroom and behavior in the restroom. Okay. Everybody listen up. Yeah. The big thing is when I go to the bathroom, I'm doing one thing, relieving myself and then Masturbating. Yeah, absolutely. And you have then to masturbate. Going back the to day. my desk. Right. At no point should there be conversation in the bathroom. Okay. Maybe a high when. What if it's you me know, and you, though? Playing battle shits. You know what? I, I still want no talk. Still no talk. No talk. No touch, no talk, no eye contact, okay? Um, what about when you shut the lights off that time? There that was one time, Ooh. and there was a person in there. <laughs> That I didn't know about, but um, back to this is maybe when you're opening the door and holding it for somebody else to go in there, you could say hi, but if you walk in there to take a pee, and then another person comes in behind you, and then they go into the crapper, Mm -hmm. and they just get down in there, and then they open a whole conversation with you while they're doing that, or vice versa, if I'm in there, someone walks in there, I just don't want to speak to you when I am in the bathroom. I love conversations in the bathroom. Rock? I mean, it depends on who it's with. Like, if it was you guys, yeah, I'm okay with I, it. I don't know. I, I feel like it eases the tension, but and you don't have to hear stranger, the ploppy plops of the diarrheas. You know? If it's a stranger, I mean, I try to be as loud as I can when I'm taking a shit right at work. But you mean your sh- the shit is loud? Yeah, I mean, I force it You're so like, it's Rrr. a projectile. <laughs> okay, but no, I, I see what you, if it's someone you don't know. And you're just like, what is he doing? We're not there yet in our relationship. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I, I, I know you well like enough it. to talk. To I don't like it when wow. someone's taking a shit and they're talking to you. Okay. I'll keep that in mind Fuck the next you. time we're at a bar together. Don't do it. Fuck you. I'm going to follow you into the bathroom oh, the Jesus. next time we're at the bar together. I'm going to strike Jesus. up a convo. He would do that, too. Yeah. He'd probably try and share the urinal with you. And what I do encourage is when people are using the urinal, pull your pants all the way down to your ankles. Okay. <laughs> I encourage that. Yeah. Some more of a, not fuck you, but a love you. Okay. Yeah. Yes. We, I'd like to see some more ass cheeks. <laughs> you have to see more ass cheeks. Did you have another, or was that just the only one? I thought a, you had another one. You encompass both in that one. Yeah, that's the only one. Okay. My fuck you has I, to do with... Know, we do have to get out of here at some point. So. <sighs> Dan, I haven't even started yet. Yeah, I know. My fuck you has to do with... There was a time. There was a time. I was young. My parents would say, we're going to go to Toys R Us. We're, we're losing going, listeners. We're going to Toys R Us today, and you're going to go, and you're going to pick out whatever toys you want to pick out. And it was magical, and it was beautiful. That has never happened to me. It would happen to me rarely. <laughs> okay. To shut you up. But probably. when it happened, it was magic. Yeah. 
It's fucking magic. And I would go in there and there was this big Star Wars section and I would choose the figures I wanted and I would choose this and I would walk around and the staff were always like, hi, welcome to Toys R Us. What can I help you with? And everything. And, and your mom would say, he's graduating high school soon and <laughs> we just, you know, we want him to be happy. And now, I was at Toys R Us this weekend. And first of all, it was unbelievably hot. Turn uh-huh. the fucking heat down. Number one. Yeah, they turn that furnace on, huh? Number two, the staff, less than friendly and don't really give a shit about you being there at all. Like, I don't want them to roll out at some kind of red carpet and be, but if I have a question, don't make it feel like I'm fucking bothering you, okay? Secondly, your floors are disgustingly dirty. Clean them, okay? Clean them. This is Toys R Us. Yeah. Not Walmart. I have never... It is rare. I love using public restrooms because I don't have to clean them. I don't have to worry about it. And I just shit wherever. This bathroom was so disgusting. The bacteria on the toilet seat was actually trying to carry on a conversation with me. Wow. While I was trying to The bacteria had evolved. Yeah. It's like, hey, how are you? Like, we don't talk in the restroom. We just went over that with me. Yeah. Wow. Um, No speaking. No speaking. And the bacteria was trying to talk to me. Um, their selections, especially your Star Wars collectible selections, awful. You're supposed to be Toys R Us. Toys, it means you have toys, okay? The no, po- it's, figurines. It's, the sign said, this is my favorite part. The sign said, free poster with any Star Wars purchase. And then it says, please pick a poster and bring it up to the register. And I did that, and they said, no, they're special posters that need to be, that we need to give you. And they're they said, the well, dinky the s- ones. The sign doesn't fucking, fucking sign doesn't say that. Right. Go look at the sign. I was pissed. And then I have uh, a cashier who's an obvious heroin addict. <laughs> obvious heroin addict. How do I know that? Don't ask. Yeah. I just know that this guy, and he's telling me, yeah. And I have to wear long sleeves because of my tattoos. You don't need to wear long sleeves because of your tattoos. You're wearing long sleeves because of your fucking track marks. That's why you're wearing long sleeves. Don't yeah. fucking lie to me. Touching your face. You're sweaty. It, you did say it was hot in there. It right? was hot in there, but he's touching his face a lot. And that's a... Well, you touch your dick a lot. Yeah, I know. It's because I'm always horny and I'm ready to fuck. So are you upset with this gentleman or Toys R Us as I'm, a whole? I'm what upset. Is- at, Toys R Us needs to make it a magical place. Yeah. Not a place where now I'm afraid to take my kid. Yeah. Make it magical. Make it an experience. Make it fun. Yeah, a dad wants to take his daughter to Toys R Us, and he wants to see quality figurines. It's not just that, but like I want to, I want a clean, I want a clean experience in pl- Toys R Us. Fuck you, Toys R Us. Wow. You need to up your game. Make it. Just up your game. Please send this episode to the, to our lawyer first. It is I very will. dirty. You're absolutely right. Though. <laughs> Every you. time you walk in Thank that you. floor, it like you just feel like you have chalk on the bottom of your feet yeah. from something. Yeah, really. You know? Yeah, I don't know what. Oh, it's Go dirty. In there. Go in there, check it out. Yeah, I used to deliver there every now and then, sparsely. Uh, they have a lot of packages to mm. to go out. Yeah, it's very mm. annoying. They keep it in a back room. Now I'm in the back room with the employees. They're looking at me weird. It's dark back there. 
And they actually shoved a bunch of them under a table once. And I was like, what the, what is happening? Yeah. Man, that's a weird place. Yeah, it's, it's awful. It's awful. And, you know, people, they like to be, they, people in America nowadays, because of our president, it's okay to be a racist. And that's what <laughs> America is now. <laughs> Because of Donald Trump, everyone's allowed to be a racist. I don't think that that's How accurate. did we go from Toys R Us to Donald Trump I'll and tell racism? You, I'll tell you why. That is not okay. accurate. I'm going to tell I'm gonna tell you. No, it is accurate. No, it's not. Yes, it is. You're allowed Donald to be Trump a racist president. because Donald yes. Trump is president. Look at Charlottesville. Look at all that shit. If you are a racist, it's okay for you to be racist now. I am not a fucking racist. The, <laughs> what does it have to do with Toys R Us? I'll tell you. Because when we talk, because people that listen to the show are listening and they're like, he's talking about trashy employees. Let me tell you something. 95% of their staff is white. And they're all fucking trash. All their employees are trash. No one, no one here questioned the race of the employees. I, our listeners. No, I'm trying to paint no, a picture didn't. for our listeners. No, okay. no, listen to me. Yeah. Our, no, no, no. Because racism isn't a part of this. And I want to make that fucking... Until you made it I want to No, no, no. I want to make that fucking clear because it's okay to be a racist now in America. So when I say no. Toys R Us employees are heroin addicts and they're fucking and they're fucking pieces of shit, you got you got people listening online. They're like, ah, oh, probably black. Guess what? You racist fucks. You racist pieces of shit. They're white. They're all white and they're pieces of shit. Let me tell you something. You know the you please. That, you remember that clip of that old uh, white guy at the Trump rally? <clears throat> Which one? Who, There's so many. Who punched the black guy? Yeah, the racist. black guy was like leaving, right? And yeah. he went over with his fucking left hook. He just fucking knocked, knocked hit him, him out. right? He yeah. didn't knock him out, but he hit him. He, pretty hit, hard. he hit him. They fucking made up, dude. Yeah, I know. They like shook hands and gave each other a hug, and the old guy was like, he was crying. He was like, "Look, I'm really, really sorry. I don't know what got into me, and this and that." Yes, you could say to some extent. Because Trump is president, that people may, certain people who are already racist, may feel free empowered to, to express themselves a yeah, little bit more openly. Exactly. For example, for example, Trump didn't create racists. He didn't create them. They were showing up there. to Charlottesville without their hoods. Yeah. There's you one from I mean? Honeyway Falls. They ran him out of right. town. Good. I hope they let him on fire. So it's not that these racist people didn't already exist. It's just that they felt like maybe they could come out, of the, come out of the darkness a little bit more. Darkness. Um, this is before Wesley Snipes. <laughs> yeah. So no, I got that you. had nothing to do with uh, what you were saying. Toys R Us, Toys R Us is white people that are trashy. Okay. Period. Well, thank you for that. Fuck you to Toys R Us. And I'll keep an eye out when I go in there. Thank you. Look around. Look around. Track marks and dirty floors. Thank you. Track marks, dirty floors, and amoebas on the toilet that can speak. (laughs) Amoebas. That have have evolved to (laughs) speak. It sounds lovely. It's very lovely this time of year. Great painting. (laughs) So before um, before we go, um, first of all, I want to say Fred, Rick, Freddie, Ricky, Bobby, um, thank you so much for being on today. If you ain't first, you last. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> um, no, thank you. Seriously, thank you for being on today. We've been wanting you as a guest for a long time. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. Um, I uh, I appreciate the fact that you're a fan of our show. I appreciate you listening to season one and season two. Listen to season three since you're on it now. I love the fact that you came on the show and were just willing to let your kids sit in that car the whole time. You know, I, mean, I cracked the window. Cracked the yeah. window a tiny bit. <laughs> yeah. So good. So good. So Don't thank waste you the for gas, that. though. Don't yeah. waste the gas. I'm so glad. Um, uh, do you have a final thought, Rick? 
Just something you want to say to the people before we end the show? I do not. Good. That's it? Okay. That's it. So, um, Dan, anything? No, I'm good. Okay. So we're going to, um, as always, as Dan hates, I want to thank the sponsors. I want to thank, uh, here we go. He's rolling his eyes. Right? He, yeah. he even looked away from me. He's like, he we looked don't, away. He calls you know them, what? My one final thought. He calls thought. them sponsors. That's it. He had a final thought. And Go just ahead. Shut your fucking mouth. I want more commercials. That's okay. more commercials. And I yeah. don't want Rockness Monster to be the only guy. You want to hear it from me, do you? Um, you know, I want you to spice it up. Okay. Maybe if it's not you, everybody else, but more commercials. And I really enjoyed some of the commercials that you guys made in the earlier seasons. Those were Season a lot of fun. One. Yeah. Yep. Like, uh, what was it? Dental dams? Whose? Yeah. Someone's dental dams. That was a know. funny commercial. Yeah. Those uh, were great. We'll have to check the notes. <laughs> they are our sponsors. In fact, one of them has <laughs> given us uh, actually a, a money um, thing that I want to talk to you about after the show. Oh, now he brings it up. <laughs> it's true, though. Okay. Um, so I want to thank... Love you guys. Uh, I want to thank Eagle Epoxy. Um, you can catch them at eagleepoxy.us. I want to thank the Genesee Beard Company. You can find them on Facebook at the Genesee Beard Co. And uh, lastly, who hosts us for some reason still, is the 8oClockStop.com. There you can find Hypothetically Speaking. There you can find Three Dicks Picks. There you can find Adam Donnelly's art. Adam yes. Donnelly is a good friend of the show. He made our logo. Um, his art is featured on the 8oClockStop.com. So check them out there. Um, thanks, everyone. Please leave your comments in the comments section. Please leave your comments in the comment section. Um, like where, else, us. where else could they leave their comments? Um, they could write us letters. I to, would encourage for them to mail in handwritten letter. That would yes. be nice. Yeah. To, I believe it's 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you just write letters. Apartment to, B. It's because we all know apartment A is where his wife stays. Yeah, Melania, the mail order bride. <laughs> yeah. um, <our> <laughs> just, I just want everyone to realize that our first lady is a mail order bride. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. She's dumb as a box of hammers and hopefully... I don't know. I think she's smarter than we give her credit for. I think she's smarter than her husband. Yeah. <laughs> I, she knows it, what though. the deal is. Eventually she's going to get too old looking. And I want to stop yeah. the bullying on the internet. Yeah. As your husband... Uh, He'll give her a divorce, and then she'll get a chunk of money. You realize that he asked for the death penalty to the guy who just shot a bunch of people in Manhattan? Yeah. Drove him. And now the court actually will most likely not give him that because the president tweeted about the death penalty. Oh, well. I'm serious. Look it up. It's a real thing. In the trial, you know, if the president's voicing his opinion this way, it's kind of hard for them to go there and follow... So, Thank you. He, right. he, it's no. ex- literally, he just hit the nail on the head. That's exactly it. Um, so, anyway, thank you so much for listening to us. Thank you so much for being part of the show. Thank you so much for your support. We love all of you. And um, in a typical critical mass way, go and fuck yourself. Go fuck off and die. Do we put our pants back on now or later? Um, we can put them back on uh, a little bit. We're going to just Good sit here naked for a while. Bye. All right. Bye, everyone. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Thank bye. you. They come from butts.